What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 147th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is SBJ, and with me today, I have Will. Yeah, I'm here. I have Andrew. What's up, guys? Andrew hasn't been on in a while. Oh. Sorry. Right. Uh, how have you guys been? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, kind of worked in my time that I've been gone. Like, that sounds uh, like, like you were sent to jail or something. Uh, it's, it was kind of close, close enough to jail, as it could be. Do you still do that video thing with the how-to and the, and the Pokemon? Uh, kind of, technically, yeah. I mean, we both, the guy and me... It's a yes or no question, sir. Yes. A yes or no question. Yes. Okay, that's great. You want to buy us a capture card? I mean, they're only like $450. (laughs) Uh, And then finally, we have Travis to round out the Stev and Trav show. Surf and turf. (laughs) Surf and turf. Um, I've been thinking, what if it's not called Alpha... I'm going to get these backwards. Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby... What if it's not called that because of, like, the Greek alphabet, but it's just referring to fraternities? You know how they're like, Alpha Omega Pi, or, or Tau Alpha Sync. What if Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire just added a whole bunch of people playing beer pong a lot in broken down houses? This is my thought. 3DS beer pong. Nice. Yeah. And butt chugging. I don't know what that is. What? What kind of college do you go to? Butt chugging? I, I don't, I, I, butt chugging you? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Valley High College. I was, I was wanting, wanting the, the oars thing. Short. What, what's the term for shortening a? Oras. It would be an, uh, I guess, an acronym. An yeah. acronym, yeah. yes. Yeah. As opposed to an initialism, if you said OARS. I wanted that to take off, but people aren't grabbing onto it. They need to grab onto oars. Or they need sounds, to hold onto some oars. <laughs> sounds way better than or auras. Auras. Aura. Yeah, I mean, you can pronounce auras uh, like oars. I mean, that's how a New Yorker would do it. So that makes it right. <laughs> <laughs> Oars, ours, ours. That surf and turf joke, Travis and I have been saving for like four days. <laughs> in retrospect, it wasn't that funny. It is uh, the the surf and turf in question has become uh, it's you know it's been sitting out too long. It's become rotten. Yeah, for, you know, I was I was feeling a little depressed before we got started. Now, and you've just made it much worse. Thanks. For for our listeners, we are recording this on Sunday in the morning because we wanted to get you guys the episode faster, and we know there's probably going to be some stuff at E3 coming up, so we didn't want to record our normal schedule because it might have been late. So uh, that's why we yes. made the morning Joe show. Morning jo- show joke words. Yeah, podcast. we wanted we wanted to get it to you faster before Steve starts playing Mario Kart and loses all. Ability to do anything else with his life, right? For the that's rest a, of the day. That's true. This is a Pokemon show, but let's talk about Mario Kart for at least the next three minutes. God, Mario Kart is amazing. Andrew? Yeah, it's super fun. Super effective. 
Uh, for those of you who haven't gotten a Wii U, I feel like Mario Kart is well worth it alone. Well, I guess you get a free game with Mario Kart, but even if you didn't, Mario Kart is worth the purchase of a Wii U. Mario Kart and Monster Hunter. Yes, definitely Monster Hunter as well. Man, I wish you guys played Mario Kart. I only have Andrew here to talk to. About. <laughs> I mean, I've seen all the screen captures and all the chatter and the blah, 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 and the, I'm learning how to snake, but hopping is better in this version, and I was such a pro on Mario Kart DS. I just like, I'm just going to be the best. Blah, blah. Who cares? This is all true. Well, I feel like Mario Kart DS was like the last competitive Mario Kart because Mario Kart Wii was pretty much garbage. Yeah. And Mario Kart 7 was so lackluster that it was kind of boring. We just put Travis to sleep. There's one. Hmm? Now we can have an enjoyable, informative program. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to give our listeners a shout out. Pretty much every night for the last week that Mario Kart has come out, we've had... Uh, Mario Kart nights at like 10 o'clock and Pokemon podcast listeners have been racing with myself and Andrew has been there a couple times and filling Saul. up a Saul and not Travis and past my bedtime. Also, I don't have the game, but, <laughs> but the primary issue is that it is far past my bedtime. That's 11 p.m. my time. It is. Uh, uh, I gotta get my beauty sleep. But uh, but a shout out to everyone who races with us, and uh, because it's super fun, and we usually fill up twelve people games, and then there's people being like, I can't get in, and it's like, well, we're full because it's popular and it's really fun. So if you guys want to race with me, we usually do it every night at ten o'clock. Uh, my Nintendo ID name is uh, at dra- it's dragging a lake, just like my Twitter name. Um, Andrews is Marley. Uh, yeah, my me is Marley, but my username on Nintendo ID is Moibetus. M O E B E E T S T U S. Yeah. <laughs> that. My Nintendo ID is William G U, but I don't know what that means because it's just on the 3DS. Does that mean it? Does that the same? No. They don't, oh. they don't link yet. Maybe they'll announce that at E3. Speaking of E3, our, uh, this is a Pokemon show. And so what we're going to do is we're, we're going to talk about some news, we're going to take a break. And then we're going to talk about some E3 predictions, which will probably be very short or get off topic because I can't imagine there's going to be that much Pokemon stuff there. And then we're going to wrap up the show with Pokemon of the Week. Without further ado, let's talk about some Pokemon news. Okay. Might or might not be that interesting. Uh, let's start with... There's some, there's some hashtag, interesting hashtag stuff. You don't double hashtag, dude. It's just at the front. No, I will, it's two I will, different hashtags. There's hashtag no. interesting, and then there's hashtag stuff. No. <laughs> uh, we can start with the really boring news that uh, a new ancient power box is being released in August for the TCG, which is coming along the side the new set Furious Fists. It will contain a it will contain three booster packs and a special <laughs> hollow tyrant. Uh, Tyrantrium, Amura, Auroras, all those names I just said wrong, and a new trainer car- card called Fossil Researcher. Wait, Furious Fist is going to have fossils? Uh, yes. That's weird. And Who doesn't have fossils? Well, for those of you that don't play the TCG, 
They've always tried to have some sort of fossil program in the game. And competitive-wise, competitive it just never works. Ever. Nah. Ever. What was their last thing with uh, Archaeops and... Yeah, it was like this... They, they, they tried to do some way to accelerate the thing. Yeah, so when they first introduced black and white, they had like this card that would let you look at the last seven cards on the bottom of your deck. And if the Pokemon fossil you were looking for was there, you can move them into play. Uh, which never happened. Ever. Well, it was, it was worse than that, because they introduced the supporter, who's the psychic chick. What's her name? With the C? She's part of the Elite Four in Unova. Caitlin. She's always sleeping. Caitlin, right? So with Caitlin, you could look at... with a K? I yeah, said a C. It's with a C. Anyways, you could look at... <laughs> You could look at a certain number of cards from the top of your deck and then like put a number of those on the bottom. So basically that was like your first, if I found a fossil card there, then I could put it at the bottom. And then there was something else that lets you look at the bottom cards of your deck. And if you found a fossil, you put them in your hand. So that was supposed to speed things up. But since fossils continued to be crap, nobody used it. Nobody did it. But there was the hypothetical deck because now that Pyroar is out and with Pyroar, you cannot be attacked... Pyroar cannot be attacked by anything that's a basic. Um, and there is an Archaeops that prevents you from evolving anything. So people were, uh. I heard somebody say uh, Pyroar Archaeops because then all your opponent has is basics and then your opponent's basic. I see. <laughs> but Archaeops also affects you. So you have to get your Pyroars up before Archaeops. Otherwise, you can't evolve your own. Uh, Correct. Lily pups or whatever pyro revolves from. Dude, Lilio. Uh, no, you give a lily pup a firestone and then you get a pyro. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Even though a lily pup is a dog, Pokemon One Hundred One is a cat. Um, and there's also just to further bore people with TCG stuff. There is a new ruling that uh, you can't play any new sets uh, in official competitions for 21 days after they are released. Wow. Which is very very new. That's really cool, maybe. No. No? All right. TCG is for sucks, right? That's right. TCG is for rich kids. Yep. Like Travis. I'm not rich. <laughs> I spent uh, $50 on my, of my last paycheck on TCGs, so... Did you seriously? But not on Pokemon TCG, right? I did, yeah. Why? You don't even play. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Uh, so so I've retired from my career and now you decide to go in. Uh, I guess there's got to be wills out. Another <laughs> wills out. The field is clear. And there you go. There there's can only be so people. many rotating TCG players at a time. One has to retire yes. in order for a new one to come in. I keep asking Saul to teach me how to play. He's like, I don't play anymore. And then <laughs> he goes to his league or whatever. I mean, if you want to like just learn how to play, you can do the the playtcg.com or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, I did. The little, like, badly animated 2D character <laughs> yeah, sprites. Yeah, like, really basic stuff. Stuff like that. So, I guess that was fun. Yeah. TCG. Hey, guys. Do you know what's going to come after Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire? Uh, the Apocalypse. Chaos Emerald. <laughs> for, for Horsemen, it's not going to go well. Well... The Pokemon Company, TCPI as they are known, has trademarked Delta Emerald on May 2nd. 
And uh, the internet blew up thinking that this was a big deal. So that's going to come out when Pokemon Gray version does, right? That's right. That's Which, right. The reason I'm saying that is because Pokemon Gray was also uh, trademarked F after the announcement of... I think they're just like trademarking F. every gemstone and color they can. Right. Somebody has to beat out Crayola. The uh, Also for our listeners, um, when Leaf Green and Fire Red came out, Pokemon Company did trademark Water Blue, which actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, we never saw that either. So really, the, sh- the short side to this news is they did trademark Delta Emerald, but that means pretty much nothing. I don't get why they would remake a game that was based off a remake. Uh, they kind of did for our Gold Soul Silver. They indirectly remade Crystal because they added the Suicune story into it. Right, right. Oh, I would assume that we're getting the extra story in Emerald here. Yeah, the in, in Omega and Alpha. Yeah. This is true. Uh, what so, else? so did you guys talk extensively about like Omega and Alpha? Uh, I, I don't listen unless I'm on, so... <laughs> <laughs> I only want to listen to myself talk. Uh, we did talk so, about in, both trailers at the time. I mean, yeah. we have new news now, but... We, uh, I, I was just gonna say that anybody I've talked to about, like, you know, what game you're gonna get, are you gonna get Omega or Alpha? Everybody's like Alpha because Groudon sucks, and nobody's gonna buy that, so they should only just make one. Uh, uh what? Groudon is the best wannabe fire type Pokemon in the world. It l- looks like, like it, just like Team Magma. <laughs> That's right. I, uh, I, when I played Gen Three originally, I had Sapphire. But I think I am going to get uh, Omega Ruby because since, you know, it, as, I've, as I've grown to be a better person, <laughs> I've realized that Groudon is really cool. So. No, you're wrong. I like All right. Groudon was cool in the TCG, uh, but not that good. Uh, I'm going to get Ruby too, Travis. It's okay. <laughs> But we'll we'll have uh, we'll have more ores talk uh, after we get through some news here. More ores, more ores for you. Uh, so we have this thing called Netflix, and season two of Pokemon and season fifteen of Pokemon have been added. Season two, which was what the Orange League for uh, Ash Ketchum, if I'm not mistaken, I think it. I think um, it leads into the Orange League. With Trip? Is that his name? The photo guy? Or the drawing yeah. guy? That's, uh, Tracy. Tracy. Tracy Sketchit. Is that his last name? Sketchit? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That dude was Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> and then season 15, which I believe is part two of Unova. Is it Rival Destinies? Yeah, whatever. Because the first season of Unova, which is on Netflix, I think ends with, uh, how many badges does he have? Three or four? He only has three or four, but he picks up there. The last episode I remember is when they did that, like, mini tournament that somebody won. Iris won, if I'm not mistaken. Spoiler alert. Iris wins this, wins this mini <laughs> tournament. It was on, like, like, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, Kyrium and the sword, Kyrium versus the swords 
Sword of Justice is also on Netflix. The worst Pokemon movie, by the way. You think? You think it's worse than uh, Pokemon Forever, Celebi? Yes, I do. Oh, no, the Celebi movie is good. I've watched that movie like four times. Oh, that one's not good. Um, it's uh, whatever the Kira movie where they're all all the Pokemon are talking and everything. No, no. I thought Lot. it was the the Latios Latias movie that everyone hates. No, where Ash makes out with Latias at the end. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I thought that's the one everyone didn't like. I like that one. I, I like that one. one. I've never seen that one all the way through. I watched the Pokemon, the first Pokemon Ranger movie. Correction, I fell asleep during the first Pokemon Ranger movie <laughs> recently. That wasn't that bad. No, you know which is the worst Pokemon movie? Jirachi. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. That movie's not that bad. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not that bad. You guys, have you seen any, you guys seen that Jirachi movie, right? Yes, the Jirachi one. I saw that one all the way through. Uh, the part where Max goes... Jirachi, make the problem go away or whatever like that, and then May disappears. <laughs> That's the only reason to watch the movie, I think. I mean, the Jirachi movie shows you how creepy Jirachi is. I, Because mm. Jirachi's a pretty creepy Pokemon. What do you mean? He's just like a, a little comet. He has like an eye on his stomach. Does, no, Don't he you? doesn't. Yeah, he does. He does. Hmm. It's, the, it's like closed in the sprites and stuff. Well, if it's closed, it doesn't count. Yeah, but when it's so open... So if I close my eyes, my eyes stop existing? Yes. That's not a real eye. It's That's a like third a third eye. eye. <laughs> what, what about the Dark Knight movie? That movie was pretty... Yeah, it's Dark Knight. Why did we even fall down this hole? Save us, Jirachi Wishmaker. The Dark Cry movie is good because they uh, they turn that one dude into the licking tongue. <laughs> I love that. I love that so I much. I love. I just love Licky Licky to begin with. Oh, yeah, it was a Licky Licky. But then the fact that it's like... Uh, a gallant gentleman in the body of a Likey is amazing. Is the Dark Ride movie on Netflix? Because I still haven't seen that one. Mm, no, it I don't think so. TV. It might be on Hulu Plus. I don't think Hulu Plus got any anything new. No Hulu. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like picking between like. Xbox and PlayStation, you can only pick one, Netflix or Hulu. Pretty only, much. Only rich people can afford two payments of eight ninety nine a month. <laughs> and that is not me. Uh, speaking of digital content, which I guess Netflix is, Pokemon Organs was added to the old iTunes library. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you, got it. you got it in HD in the uh, standard definition. Uh, HD is more, and you get all four episodes and watch them all together. It's like a movie. It is like a movie. Well, well each episode is like uh, 30 minutes long, yeah. Two hour movie. Basically. Or just watch it on YouTube for free. Uh, is there a good YouTube stream, though, of it? Last I saw, like. Um, it was either taken down or 
it's somewhere else now, but I watched it on YouTube when it came out in English. Right, right. I remember having to watch it on YouTube, too, because they pulled it off their website, and I was like, I was not finished watching all four episodes. Mm. Fun facts about Pokemon Organs in iTunes is it made it to the top, like, 50 the week it came out of TV shows to download, because it's under TV shows. And it's sitting at uh, 55 reviews, four and a half stars... Obviously, I think we all agree that this is probably some of the best anime-style Pokemon around. I saw the first two episodes. The last two are definitely better than the first two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Take your word for it. Well, the coolest part of the first one is just how like spot-on it is to the game. Mm-hmm. And, and not, that, not that the last three are get away from the game. It's just like... If every ba- battle was like that Brock battle, it would be way oh, cooler. Yeah, because that Brock battle was like spot on, exactly to how every kid played. Uh, after you watch Pokemon Origins, I recommend all of you go to YouTube and search up a video called A A A A A A A A A, and you'll thank me later. How many? What? I know what you're talking about. It's okay. That part in the first episode where Squirtle bites Charmander and he screams. Oh yeah. It's basically just that for like 10 minutes. But that's cut out of the English version. Uh, is it? Like, he like he still bites them, but like that yeah, scream is not scream as... Scream is low. intense. Japanese was more intense screaming, but the scream was kind of like... Oh, uh, and that was it. <laughs> um, but probably oh, I found it. <laughs> it's good. I'll put it... I'll, I'll put it in the little bumper at the start of the show. Before this theme music, then everyone will be like, what's going on? And then they'll get to this part of the show and they'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. That makes sense. Uh, But if you have access to iTunes or whatever, you should buy Pokemon Origins because the only way that the Pokemon company is going to make another one of these is if they see that people are paying money for it. So it's like $12. So buy it if you want another one, because watching it on YouTube doesn't tell Pokemon that you really like it. That just means you kind of like it. So buy it. And then yeah, if Pokemon wants to sponsor me, I will take 10% of those referrals <laughs> and make my own show with it. What if they don't? Well, if I get another Pokemon Organs, I'll be fine. I'll be all right at that. Is it still... A, is it? St- I mean, I, I hate to be calling it by an, its actual name, but it, would it still be an origin if it was if there was another one? <laughs> you know what I'm doing there? See that? I do. Uh, I mean, it could be oh, called that one, Steve. Pokemon Origins 2.0: The Beginning. I think would be a proper. You're awful. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move yes. On. Let's move on. Uh, but that's pretty cool, at least in general, that po- Pokemon put the soundtracks in iTunes and put Pokemon Origins in iTunes. There's no TV shows or new, no movies in iTunes. I think the only movie that's in iTunes is the third one. But hopefully that's good things to come for adding more Pokemon content to iTunes. All right, we have uh, U.S. Nationals stuff 
It is going to be streamed on Twitch, and it looks like they're going to be distributing a Mamoswine via 3DS. Let's, you will get a shiny Mamoswine, level 50, with Icicle Spear, Earthquake, Icicle Crash, and Rock Slide. The ability is Thick Fat, Adamant Nature, Holding a Choice Scarf. You do not need to be playing in the tournament to get said Pokemon. Uh, let's start with that. Travis? Is that a decent Mamoswine? Uh... I don't know. I'm I'm a I'm a focus Ash on on Mamoswine fan, but um, but the the set makes sense, yeah. And it's shiny. Did I mention that shiny Mamoswine's gross? By the way, is it like that green color? It's like, yeah, it's all like yellow. green, yellow, light green. Shinies are gross. Yeah, agreed. I'll be making a road trip out to Indianapolis just to pick that sucker up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it sounds useful. With your mammoth swine user, is uh are, are these Pokemon you get from downloadable events? I feel like some are and some aren't. And correct me if I'm wrong, but you get it from the guy inside the Pokemon Center, right? And he's like, "Here's your gift. You need to yeah, pick up." Delivery. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are they set with a certain amount of like IVs, or can you like soft reset to get a different set of IVs? It's different between each one. I'm guessing that this one will be, um, the IVs will be set. I believe that's how it worked with the, with the Metagross people got, right? From, that was based on, uh, well, Rizzo's Metagross, was, I think. No, there were some that were based on other players, right. uh, ones, but then there were some like the shiny Tyranitar, which, which weren't. And I right. think you could soft reset that one. So I think this is more of one where you would soft reset it to get the IVs that you want. Really? I thought this, isn't this Mamoswine based on someone's or no? Uh, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Uh, you can pre-register for Nationals. This is the very first year they're doing that. There's pre-register links on Pokemon.com. TCG Masters have to pay a $30 entry fee. With either a credit or a debit card, that they they can pay that online ahead of time. Uh, anyone can play in the video game tournament. You do need ten play points to participate in the TCG tournament, as long as your thirty dollars. And Masters Division is ages fifteen years old or up. If you are a junior or a senior, you only need five points, and your entry is free. And uh, that's about it. The national championships will take place on Saturday, July 5th, between noon and 5 p.m. for the video game, and between 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. for the TCG, which is really weird. Oh, those are live streams. Sorry. So, yeah, live stream, noon between 5 on Saturday, and 5 to 9 on Saturday on Twitch TV, and then again on Sunday. 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. for the TCG and 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the video game finals. If you are working those days, it is Twitch, so it will be able to be saved. And we have correction through the Skype chat that this Mamoswine is based off of a person who won some said tournament. 
Yeah, it was uh, Arash Omadi from the World Championships. Oh, I'll just be over here being right. <laughs> There's a first for everything, Travis. There's a first for everything. So, way, I have something to add about the, the national thing. Add away. Uh, usually they add, like, the... But let me start off over with that. Um, Junichi Masuda, the music composer, guy behind everything pretty much in Pokemon, he composes um, music specifically used in these events. And for X and Y... Um, and he did it for black and white too, I think. Um, for the like the final matches, the music's gonna change, and it's gonna be like a remix of um, the rival battle from Red and Blue, or the, like the champion oh, battle. Cool. So I don't know if you guys really care about that, but I do because I love Pokemon music. And cool. uh, people recently found that song in like the ROM data, and it's really cool. So if you're gonna go to that, make sure you listen to that song. And I'm sure if you're watching on Twitch, you're going to hear that music oh, under sure. the announcers, but you'll still be able to hear it. It's so cool. Uh, let's say you're thinking about going to nationals. Well, let's say you win nationals. You get a travel award if you win. I actually think uh, you just have to come in the top four, uh, but that will take you all the way to Washington, D.C., and you can compete in Worlds. And uh, should we give a shout-out to Kelly? No. All right, <laughs> let's move on then. <laughs> uh, so Mega Swampert. <laughs> Stop, that's not this part. Uh, well, let's give a little, little back history here. Uh, Kelly, I don't know Kelly's last name. Cartier. What? Cartier? It's like the, the jeweler, Cartier. Okay. It's Cartier, but I'm not going to pronounce it like some fancy French person. He was Canadian, right? He, well, he I mean, was. he continues to be Canadian. <laughs> when you leave Canada, you give up all your Canadian rights. No more maple syrup on your table. You never go to Tim Hortons no again. <laughs> uh, he moved to Ireland, if you I'm not mistaken. can't see a moose legally. <laughs> Uh, he moved to Ireland, I believe, for uh, jo- uh, for a job. Correct. And now, was this an Ireland-based tournament, or was this a British-based tournament? Oh uh, no, it was it was UK. So they they I think they do Ireland and England, Scotland, Wales, all together in one. So he had a fly to <clears throat> he had a fly uh, to England. Ireland is like two minutes away from England, so well, I He could have taken a boat, fly. I guess. Yeah, most likely there's a ferry, and not, like, ferry-type ferry, but, like, the water-type ferry. He rode a Sylveon across so the water. Was water ferry, so a Zoomerol? Yes, he got on the Zoomerol and played rough. across the uh, <laughs> Irish Channel, or whatever it's called. The Irish Channel. Uh, where there are no moose. M- mooses. Mises. Uh, <laughs> oh, you were right the first time. <laughs> and uh, he came in fourth or third? Fourth. Fourth. Which, uh, like I said, top four gives you a invite and travel stipend to Worlds. So he lived in Canada, left Canada, moved to Ireland, won in Britain, and now coming back to the coming to the states. I don't know if it's his first time in the states. Probably not, but. He's coming back. 
over the Atlantic. Is that that ocean? Yep. And uh, he will be in Washington, D.C. to compete in the world championship. So uh, applause to him. Insert applause. His last name may actually be White because, you know, people who mess up their, like, Twitter IDs with, like, something kind of like a real name and not a real name, well, don't blame us when we get confused. That's true. Sorry. That's true. Don't apologize, Andrew. (laughs) Do not apologize for their malarkey. But For several months, I thought Andrew was just an anime girl. I am. <laughs> he is actually a character stuff. from uh, Madoka. It was his wish to become a real boy. <laughs> They're still working on the voice, but the the look is good, Andrew. Thank you. It's like Tina from Pop's Burgers. I really think you should go to the doctor because your eyes are just way too large for any human being. Have you seen? No, like Maybelline actually literally has a mascara now called Manga. <laughs> and they advertise Perfect. it as it makes your eyes bigger. I like big eyes. Glad you guys are paying attention to the women's makeup market as much as I am. What would we do if you weren't on this show? <laughs> Dropping the ball. Hey, uh, you know what else has hey. big eyes? <laughs> I'll tell you what has big eyes. Vivian Lan. Vivian? Vivillion? It's no, it's Vivillon. Vivillon? I think it's Vivillon. I, I think you're wrong. Vivillon? I think French. my cat just meowed in his sleep, French. which I've never heard that happen right. before. Because your <laughs> cat was just telling you how how wrong you are. It could be Vivir, like to live in, or I'm from Vivir in Vivillon. I thought it was Vivi from Final Fantasy Nine. Yes. Nobody played that game. I like that game. Game's good. Uh, Like the moon? (laughs) The moon and the monkey boy. Mm -hmm. So currently, 90 million Pokemon have been traded worldwide to celebrate the landmark of 100 million Pokemon over the GTS, the Global Trade Station, in Pokemon X and Y. And once they hit 100 million, which, at least as far as I know, they haven't done that yet, that a fancy pattern Vivi will be available to all players. Vivillon? Fancy pattern Vivillon? It was Butterfly. Uh, It's pretty fancy. It's blue, red, white, a little bit of yellow, and a little bit of purple, and some green, and some pink. There is no blue. I don't know why I said that. Okay, so you know how they they gave out the Pokeball one in in France, right? Yeah, (gasps) French Pokemon. I want that one so bad. One out for the event that they're gonna do and give out the elegant one or whatever this one is in France. I don't know. Like, it's weird when you think France, you think like elegant or whatever fancy pattern, Pokemon, whatever it is. And I don't know. Trading seems kind of more Pokeball like to me. Yeah, yeah I, I really want of... that Pokeball Vivillon. Now you sh- you should still be able to get it because how Vivillon works. Wait, let's actually let's rewind for a second. When you said like ten minutes ago, you weren't going to be pronouncing things like a fancy Frenchman, um, <laughs> Mister Vivillon. Um, but also the way the way it works is if I mean I might 
be wrong. It's been a while since I was like collecting different Vivalon colors. And it's been a while since I gave up collecting different Vivalon colors. <laughs> um, but I believe um, if you breed a Vivalon from an area, it's, its offspring will share that coloration regardless of where it was. It's just the ones that you catch in the area that um, that have that appearance. Is that the case? I was unsure. I thought oh, it was the opposite. Or not the opposite, mm. but that, that was not the functional truth. You hear the tip-tap typing as he looks trying it to, up. Trying to get this. Yeah, and I'm, looking, I'm it, looking it up. You put it on the GTS, and then all you get is uh, no Japanese names, please. <laughs> or uh, Shiny Mew, please, or really ridiculous stuff. No Japanese names, please? Is that something you actually see? Yep. English only, no Japanese names. Uh, that sounds like Grinder. Jeez. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it turns out I, wa- I was incorrect for once in my life. Uh, you can't <laughs> Vivalon for their patterns. Um, it'll just be the one That's relative to your area. So good luck getting these ones, I guess. Well, they haven't said how we're going to get this fancy one, but that leaves um, in question that you need to know somebody in France to get the Pokeball one. They might do a wider distribution of that in other Pokemon centers, like at Nintendo that's World cool. in New York that's City. York. That's, that's, that's true. I mean, but there are pretty rare Pokemon still. Like, I mean, we're probably never going to see, like, Shiny, Raikou, Suicune, and Entai again, and we're probably never going to, like, I have a world Scraggy from... 2012 worlds that like obviously will never happen again and uh, what's the the spiky eared Pichu That's oh kinda, yeah, yeah yeah it's stuck in hard golden soul silver because it can't go on to any other right. game why not uh, it'll because just turn into a Pichu yeah. oh no I thought it couldn't go over altogether oh you might be right but yeah because I guess they just don't have it programmed in it's either it just turns into a normal Pichu or it can't be moved up um, speaking of hard gold, soul silver, and I think I think we're done with fancy pattern butterflies here. But uh, the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection is no more, meaning yep. you can no longer battle yep. or trade online with uh, hard gold, soul silver, black, black and white, black and white two, uh, them pearl platinum, them pearl platinum, Pokemon Rangers, uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution. No one played Pokemon Battle Revolution. Uh, yeah, nobody did. Um, you can't do the online battle subway, right? So yeah, that's dead. But because um, because your cartridge goes right into the 3DS, it can still Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Transfer can still pull to Pokemon Bank, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yep. So you can still get your Pokemon from these games. And bring them into X and Y. I think there are also ways people have gotten around that sort of thing. I think you can somehow set up a server, and if you're really much smarter than I, you can set your uh, your device to connect to that server yeah. as opposed to Nintendo's like official one, which doesn't exist anymore. People right. have made um, Super Smash Brothers Brawl servers. Right. Oh. Yeah. I mean, not that the original ones were any good for Brawl, but... Those GameCube controllers, man. 
Don't get me started how much I hate the GameCube controller. You're trying to start yourself. I know. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was raw. Yeah. I was rolling myself up, guys. Steve, what do you think about the GameCube controller? Oh, I'll tell you what I think. I think Smash Brothers, once again, is the worst. And watch as Will's followers on Twitter just just drop not, out of the sky. It's not that the That's game fine. is bad. It's the cult following the game brings. It's not a cult following. It's like one of the most popular games. It's a cult following. following when they demand that uh, controllers from 15 years ago be brought <laughs> back just so that they can play the game on their stupid controllers. Oh, look what happened. Yeah, it's not like when Street Fighter 4 came out, people were like, we need the Genesis controller for this. <laughs> Genesis, Genesis, Genesis. Well, they do make those, like, the game pads, right? This is now the Fight Stick podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, like, fighting sticks are pretty popular, right? But, like, there are people who are good with an Xbox 360 controller. Fighting sticks. Sword fight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, there was a Mega TV show thing that came out. I know nothing about this. Mega Evolutions Special Part 1, available on Pokemon TV. I will throw this to Andrew. Uh, I watched the first episode that, and it's just basically this guy with the Mega Charizard X going like, hey, I want to beat all the Mega Evolutions in the world. Let's go do this, buddy, and they go do that. And they pick up this really annoying girl that follows him, and she's like, I want to be with you, or whatever like that. And Like relationship, I want to be with you? No, no she's no, like no, she's just a little girl, and he's an adult. I yeah. really, really liked the special. I, I saw it in English because they had it on Cartoon Network uh, not this weekend, but the previous weekend, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. I really liked it. So it's not Ash. Nope. So it's in the same universe because they reference um, that uh, the little girl saw Ash do, like when he jumped off Lumio's tower to save Pikachu and the like when the um, the Garchomp like was all mad because of the collar or whatever, she referenced that. So you know, oh, and also the the dude was like uh, uh, an assistant to Professor Sycamore at one time. Yeah, but but it is a separate story without Ash in it. So is, does that make it better? Uh, I think it's. Um, well, I mean, there's no Team Rocket, right? So it's not those same repetitive, you know, Team Rocket is up to no good. How do we get out of this bind Scooby-Doo oh. kind of story? Um, oh. it's, it's, I think it's closer to like Pokemon Origins where it's like this adventure that I can't remember what the guy, the main guy, what his name is. But, you know, he is out to discover Mega Evolution. He's also right? kind of boring. He is not. Like, he's like all chill. He's like, I'm too cool for school. Yeah, he's a stereotypical anime guy. <laughs> he's like Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yes, he is Yu-Gi-Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> he's Yugi, right? No, he's um, young. But Andrew, maybe this is something since you know everything about uh, anime, and I don't. Um. Everybody had, like, there's all the people who have the Megastones that he seeks out to battle. And everybody put their Megastone someplace different, right? So the girl who had the, um, the Mega, uh, 
the Mega Absol, she had her Mega Stone hanging off an earring, right? Yes. And then there was that other dude, which he probably is some sort of Japanese meme dude. But, like, when the guy, he went in the temple, and he's like, oh, this is a mega stone in the wall of this temple. I'm going to chisel it out. He takes it, and then he leaves. And then there's this other guy is like, I'm going to f- battle you for that mega stone. Um, I don't even remember what his mega was. But, finally, we get to the question. His mega stone was in an umbrella. Uh-huh. What does that mean? Why is a dude walking around with an umbrella and wearing some sort of classical Japanese garb? Uh, probably because he likes his umbrella, and that's he takes it everywhere. That's um, such a poor explanation. What, what does umbrellas yeah. mean in anime? Uh, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> what does umbrellas mean in anime? I just wish there were more animes with Charizard in them, because, you know, the official anime, Origins, this one, you know, I feel like three distinct anime series, is just not enough Charizard in the world. Oh, I know, and it was Mega Charizard X again. Yeah. (sighs) Uh, But anyways, it's good, you know why? Because the little girl has a chest pin, and it's so cute. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. Should be a Froakie. Well, I'm assuming that... So this is on Pokemon TV right now in English. If, mm-hmm. if you have the Pokemon TV app. I'm assuming that Nintendo will pull it like they did with Organs. And we'll probably get part two, I think, in the summer, they said. So it does ha- end with a cliffhanger. Or it's uh, to uh, be yeah. continued. To be continued, yeah. So if this is the same uh, path that Organs has taken, we'll probably get them all on Pokemon TV. Then they will disappear, then they will appear in Hulu, and then they will appear in iTunes. This special yeah. kind of actually reminded me, like, I kind of want to see, like, the items that you give Pokemon on them. I don't know, it's just like a small detail, because his Mega Charizard X kind of had it, like, on his neck, like a collar. Yeah. And, like, and the Absol had, like, a nice, like a, like, a necklace with the stone on it. Yeah, I want to see, like, in the game, you put, like, a, I don't know, a focus sash on a whatever, and it just kind of has it on or whatever like that. It's just like What's a small attention to detail. Dude, I can't believe I can't remember what the Umbrella Dude's Mega was. Wasn't it a... Uh, I have no idea. I don't remember. Wow. Something that suited him. Well, why don't Garchomp? we... It was Garchomp, wasn't it? No. Why don't we take a quick break, and we can look that up, and then after the break, we have more new megas to talk about for you guys as well as what we can possibly see at E3 in the next two days here. E3 2007 can't wait! (laughs) (laughs) And we are back from our break to talk about megas and stuff. Just generally. <laughs> Just generally. Uh, we did confirm that Garchomp was the Paracel Umbrella Guys Mega. Correct. You're welcome. His name was like Remo or something. Louis. Louis. My fault. My fault. My mistake. So, yesterday, because we are recording this on Sunday, on sa- Saturday, June 7th, we got some Cora Cora leaks. Korokora usually comes out the 14th of every month, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. And so, 
Somebody got their hands on the latest issue of Korra Korra, and of course, it blew up on the internet. And by that, he means literally it blew up. Someone got their hands on an issue, um, and then it spontaneously combusted, and we don't know the contents. Burned away. Mm-hmm. Burned away. Well, actually, uh, we did get some information here. Uh, there are some scans on some Pokemon sites that are re- relatively popular. But uh, you don't need to go to those sites, because we're going to tell you everything here. You just, you just have to spend 40 minutes waiting through TCG news to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the price you pay. That's the price you pay. Uh, let's start off with uh, some Megas. So we have uh, three new Megas. I guess technically four, except Mega Blaziken has already existed. Uh, obviously, Mega Bla- Blaziken was the uh, the Hoenn is coming for sure Pokemon. That was a joke. Really bad. Uh, let's start off with Mega Beyonce, uh, which we have here. Uh, Beyonce is Rock Fairy, and then evolves into Sailor Moon. <laughs> and uh, that's all about all we have. So wait, four times a week to steal? Yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah, except no one plays steal Pokemon, so you're fine. Uh, I, I play my mile while. Steel is actually pretty, pretty all over the place. Metagross, Sizor, Mawile. Those are the only. No one uses steel moves except for four. (laughs) Those are the only three out of seven hundred and forty-six. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, this mega? I hope it gets a different ability other than Clear Body. Probably won't, but I hope it does. Well, all all megas have gotten different abilities, right? Mm. No, no. I'm trying to think of one that's uh, speed boost, speed boost, blaze again. Warning, right? Uh, but nobody uses bomb snow, so Mega Obama snow is scary. I mean, just like not not that it's like an exceptionally good Pokemon. Like it's scary to face. Like it's just scary. It is scary. Like, like it scares me. It's scary looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have. Uh... Mega Septile? Septile. Septile. Uh, new, m- new, um, what do they call that? Typing? Grass Dragon with the ability Lightning Rod. Well, hi, Ice Beam. Bye, Mega Septile. <laughs> it's so strange how many four times Ice Week dragons there are. I mean, Garchomp, Dragonite, Flygon, the Septile. Was this our first uh, Dragon Grass? Yes. Yep. What would it be good against? Um, Probably nothing. nothing fire. It would, it would be neutral to fire. Resist water like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was going to say like Gooby. What's his name? Gooby? Gooby? <laughs> <laughs> Gudra? Gudra? Gudra. Gooby. I don't know. It would still be weak to the Dragon Roast from Gudra. Yeah. Um, Lightning Rod is a cool ability. Adds an immunity. I like yeah, things where you can switch in and ha- get a benefit. Yeah, but it already had resistance to electric, so... But now it has double resistance to electric. Plus <laughs> immunity. Yeah. So here's my question, because I actually still play Pokemon, and now I have a uh, Mega Charizard X to play with. Yeah. Um, can he learn Draco Meteor? Even though, like, at the time of learning, he wouldn't be a dragon? I don't think... 
I don't think Charizard, Charizard could learn that. Oh. Well, what a waste of my time. As you guys are looking that up, Mega Sceptile has, like, this tree at the end of his tail. I mean, he always did. Tree. He always did, but now it looks like a Christmas tree. And then he has, like, ornaments from said Christmas tree going up his back. He looks really cool. He does look very cool. Charizard cannot learn Draco Meteor. I mean, not that you want to give Mega Charizard X a special attack, but... Well, but it also means that Mega Sceptile will not be able to learn Draco Meteor. Right. Mm. But Sceptile is also physical, so probably... Actually, it's mixed. Really? Yep. Mm. It's just fast. Draco Meteor is the most powerful dragon-type move. I thought you were going to say Draco Meteor is the most powerful dragon. No, because I'm not dumb. <laughs> uh, the the Korra Korra scans also showed Mega Blaziken, obviously. Wowee. There it is. Same stance. Mm-hmm. Same so, PNG. I, I'm theorizing a little here that, uh, or I have a suspicion, which probably will prove to be wrong, because I tend to be wrong as frequently as Travis, um, that the because they're doing megas of the traditional emerald starter, or I'm sorry, ruby sapphire starters, um, that these they're they're actually going to use different starters in the remakes, and that you'll be able to get these in the same similar way that you got uh, mm. the uh, uh, generation one starters, starters from yeah. from Professor Sycamore, or or maybe just maybe they're going to give you. Um, the Gen 2 starters as well as Gen 3. Uh, Just like Gen 6. I I like your theory, Will, but I think in the, the fourth page of the scan, it shows Mudkip, Trico, and Torchic next to the bag that the fat professor drops because he's getting chased <laughs> by a Zigzagoon. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. It's right under that. It's right under the Incredible Hulk over here. That stinks. Yeah, so I think, uh, I mean, it's not confirmed, and Pokemon Podcast is never wrong. But <laughs> it, looks, true. it looks pretty confident that we're going to be starting with uh, either Mudkip, Trico, or Torchic. And in reality, everyone is going to be starting with Mudkip, because Mega Swampert is pretty much the coolest thing in the world. He I think it's definitely the best out of all. He was a wimp before anchor arms. Now look at him. <laughs> He's a jerk and everybody, everybody loves, loves him. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get uh, the Torchic because you can yeah. never have enough Mega Blazikins. Yeah, um, but you already have, like, at least how I look at it is everyone already has Blaziken Knight. I gave mine to Irene on accident because she wanted another Torchic and I just gave her the event one. And I forgot to take the Blaziken <laughs> off, so but I don't care because I don't like Blaziken. So, so See, wait, uh, she probably has no clue. Is is that distribution over? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, because I was thinking, like, it's still going on. People can still grab their, uh, you know, a, a Mega Blaziken, but I guess they can't. So, there you go. There you go. Mega Swampert is water ground, which I believe is the same as he was. Yeah, correct. The ability Swift Swim, which is not, which is new. Correct. Yeah. And uh, it's scary because Swampert's kind of fast to begin with, and uh, he's really bulky. Does that double speed in rain? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like just from his 
for our listeners who can't see because this is an audio podcast, Mega Swampert just looks like the Incredible Hulk, but blue. And and with the best eyebrows of anything. <laughs> yes. Wicked. But it, it doesn't like, look like he would be fast. It would look like he would be like an ability that fits this image is like huge power. Yeah, it sort of looks like a Mega Pincer situation where like Mega Pincer is slower than, or not Mega Pincer, Mega Heracross? Heracross, where Mega Heracross is slower than than normal Heracross. It definitely looks like Swamp Mega Swamper should be slower, which maybe it is, but Swift Swim um, is a thing. What was his ability before? Is this a better ability? Is that his other ability is Torrent or Damp. Yeah, and damp yeah just like explosions. all the starters, they always yeah. have that those, that crummy ability like well, when they're low in HP. has speed boost. But that's not the standard, right? That's the, yeah, the dream better. world. Well, it's better than damp. It's true. Yes. Uh, okay, so those are the megas that are shown. Uh, it looks like that Kyogre and Groudon will not have mega form, will not have mega evolutions, but it looks like they will have new forms. Uh, which are called either Primal, Primeval, or Prehistoric. That is still unknown. Uh, but their forms are in regards to an ancient de-evolution. Uh, so these could either be the original forms, or the forms that they were when they were born, and then they evolved over time. Uh, they will also know some new moves, according to said Core Core magazine. And for you Mystery Dungeon fans of Mystery Dungeon 2, you guys remember Primal the Olga. So, uh, yeah. They, so. Had it, they had it under our nose this whole time. <laughs> also, that proves everyone wrong who said that Kyogre and Growdown are the same. Because they're not. So take that. <laughs> okay, I'll eat my own words. Put that in your pokey puff and eat it. <laughs> Put that in your puffin. Uh okay so I does Pokey that block does that does that excite you guys at all? Oh, I think uh, that's cool. Mega Diancy would be the first Gen Six Mega. Oh, that's Ooh. true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know if I like that. There's forms and there's Megas and there's babies, but they're not really babies. I'm looking at you, Pichu. iPods, iPod, iPods, iPads. I don't know anymore. Yes. That's what, you're, that's, what you're, that's what you're saying, right? Right. I mean, okay. it's all, you know, variations on the same meme. Yeah, I mean, we have evolutions, we have forms, we have megas. It's all doge. All doge. Much evolution, many form. Wow. 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 Such, such stat. Wow. Let's see. Like the original game, Team Magma is headed by Maxi. His admins are Tabitha and Courtney. Team Aqua is led by Archie. His admins are Matt and Shelly. They all have redesigns. Uh, so take that. I, what uh, president of Nintendo who said this was a one-to-one remake. You were wrong. Iwata was just fooling. Um, so which, which team would you guys root for? Aqua if I was getting... Sapphire, but I'm not. No, if it was the real world, which uh, team would you root for? Well, if it was the real Pokemon world, I would prefer to have water Pokemon. So I guess I would root for Team Aqua. 
I, I kind of live in uh, Team Magma's world because it's California and there's always a drought. So, Aqua. I say Aqua myself. I would prefer for there to be like Water World. I'm really bad at swimming, so I might be biased here. <laughs> I mean, but if you have water Pokemon. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the real world. Go get one. Right hey. now. Hop on over to the local local grocer and pick myself up a Goldine. Yes. Will, earlier in this episode, you said you like Mega Charizard appearing in everything. You like him in the anime. I said that! You like him in Pokemon Oregon. <laughs> you like him you in like, the Pokemon Evolution special. You like him in Super Smash Bros. especially. Ooh, that's my <laughs> fave, man. Uh, <laughs> What I can tell you now, Will, is Steven Stone will appear in Omega, Sapphire, Alpha Ruby, Delta Emerald, and he will have his own Mega Charizard X. Hooray. Is Steven Stone your favorite champion, Steve? No. <laughs> Not at all. Where does gonna... he keep his Mega Stone? He is the stone. Mm. There is no spoon. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of touches his forehead, and it happens. Like you, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking of more of a Sailor Moon transformation. But... Uh, Wait, wasn't there a different champion between Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald? Yeah. Or am I completely nuts? In Emerald, it was uh, Wallace. That's why I'm like, who is this dude? Because I only played Emerald. Yeah, Steven, <laughs> Steven was a champion in Ruby and Sapphire. And then he was like the red in Emerald. He was the super hard boss guy at the end of Emerald. But Wallace was a champion. Well, I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler for like a 14-year-old game. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to Steven when we, when we tackle... The other characters here. Uh, the mock bike and the acro bike are in the game again. I think one is faster and then one can jump over ledges. Yeah. You got it. Correct. There we mock go. The bike is the better one because you don't need to keep going back to the bike shop to change. Most of the in-game puzzles involve the mock bike, so at least go. the ones that you need to go through. There you go. We already summed up half the game for you. Mock bike <laughs> over acro bike. I uh, know they haven't changed it. How do you know there hasn't been a volcanic eruption on Hoenn? Because somehow there's a volcano right next to like a, a, a an ocean like tree like jungle forest next to a <laughs> desert next to because everything has to be in Hoenn because wow we because basic so now basically uh, Hoenn is a center of our island. Yep. Ho- Hoenn invented rain. The I'm gonna get so many people like. Actually, geologically, a volcano can appear in any situation. The volcano is underwater. I don't need it. That's true. I don't need it. I'm gonna, I don't Save need it. it. And you know what? It is true that Hoenn invented rain because that's where weather conditions came from. That, was was yeah. Gen 3. That is true. Mm-hmm. And that's when it all went downhill. Uh, the Mega Evolution item in this game is called the Mega Bangle. Right. Uh, I do remember that item from... 14 said years ago uh, in the complete remake that we're getting. Uh, it's going to be used by Brendan and May, who have a new redesign, it looks like. I don't know what they looked like before. 
But no, this uh, isn't very close to what they look like before. I mean, their faces are the same kind of. But they like, have terrible shoes. I can tell you that. They're, they're, they're more like oh, they don't over have pants. They're more like wetsuit kind of looking outfits. Well, obviously, because it's Cohen. I just wish your time on the water. I just wish Brendan still had shorts over his pants. The girl's not wearing socks, and I'm disappointed. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Look at the... I mean, look at Brendan's shoes. Look at how terrible. Because they're designed for being in the water and on land at the same time. Oh, surf and turf, Steve. <laughs> surf and turf. It's a surf, surf and game. turf. All right. On surf and turf. So let's get back to all the characters. So we have Brendan, May, and Stephen Stone here. So I... Let, let me put this out here. I do not play Pokemon games because I care about the story. When I am Brendan or whoever this trainer is supposed to be, I am pretending that person is myself. And this is my adventure. So I could care less who is at the end of said game except the person I'm supposed to beat. So is this going to have player customization like I hope so. Gen 6 did? So, I would be astonished if it did not. So really, I'm not Brendan. And I don't have to wear this dorky white hat bandana thing. It's a bandana, yeah. But no, he has he has brown hair. You can see his like sideburns. Like this white thing is not his hair. If men wear bandanas, is it a mandana? <laughs> no. All right. I have it's to do rag saying something, but yeah. No. All right. So <laughs> just wondering. I'm not like at what point. At what point are people going to stop caring about Brendan and May or other heroes and heroines? Because I don't want to be those people. I want to be the person I customize. I want to be me. If I am black or Mexican or another race, I want to be that color. I want to have my own hair. I want to have my own eyes. So at what point do people are, are, are people going to give up on being Brendan? I mean, they, they hyped up customization quite a bit for Gen 6. I don't see them taking it away. Like, same with Pokemon and me. Um, how are you going to evolve Sylve- Eevee into Sylveon if they take away Pokemon and me? Well, there could Our be a friendship. way. Friendship and what, though? You have to, you have to win uh, Magic. ribbons. Oh, ribbons, contests. Mm, con- yeah, win contests with your Eevee, and then it becomes a Sylveon or some something horrible. Like, oh, I hope they don't have contests again. I just oh, I they couldn't even are. understand that. Did you just say they are? Mm-hmm. Where no, do you see that in the Koro Koro no, skin, I, sir? I, I like see I, it I, coming. Yeah, it's, it's a premonition. It's a vision. Of no, I will happily give up. Contests were... So I don't even like Gen 3, but contests are the only thing of their own ilk that I really enjoyed. Uh, musicals I liked. Was it musicals that... Nova. Nova. Yeah. Musicals were okay too. I uh I will happily give up contests and character customization if they would just bring seasons back. Seasons were pretty cool. Yeah. Did was there a night there yeah, there was night in Gen Six. Yeah. Yeah. They can't get rid of that now because of Eevees. Well, but they were able to get rid of seasons even though there were deerlings. Oh that's true. Gen 3 actually didn't have night and day. Yeah. But Gen 2 did. Right, right. I do remember that because the Gen 3 had weather. Yeah. So they have to keep weather. They have to 
keep night. I mean, they could get rid of night and day, but that would be really weird. But they could justify it because Gen 6 is a 3DS game. And if you want to get a number down, take your take your EV elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, technically they had night and day, they had a clock, but it wasn't like a, a graphical thing that you saw. Just kind of... I think it also did not affect what Pokemon you saw. Like, you know how Stardew yeah. is usually out at night or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember. Well, this is uh, this is what we got. Uh, E3 is in two days here. I'm assuming, just due to the popularity of Pokemon, obviously being the fastest selling and number one 3DS game out there, that Nintendo would have to announce something Pokemon related at E3. It's going to be all of this. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's true. But we're probably actually going to see footage instead of just yeah. still scans. Yeah. It's going to be all of this in footage form, probably. And maybe something else. What, what would that something else be? What would you want to see? Pokemon Fighters. Oh. This Pokemon yeah. fighting game? Yep. What if it's not a fighting game? What if it's like a Pokemon Stadium? That's fine. I just want to poke one game on Wii U that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, what are your thoughts? Just thinking about that time we played Pokey Park <laughs> on CRTs on uh, at MGC, and game looked pretty good on those CRTs. Just it saying, did. it did. Who needs the Wii U when you have Pokey Park Two? Pokey Park Two Adventures Beyond. That's... Is that the one with uh, with Darkrai? Darkrai. Uh, no. Well, the second one does have Darkrai, I believe. But not the first one. Pokey Park 2 was pretty cool. I Pokey think Park, I played that with my nephew. Po- Pokey Park Uno had uh, Mew, I believe, was the uh, the legendary that did its thing. I <laughs> say the villain. The villain. <laughs> Mew is obviously a bad guy. Uh, Will, do you want to see anything specific either... New Pokemon game or more Ruby and Sapphire stuff from E3. From so E3, um, I was looking at the one photo that I've seen of the. I guess it's of the exhibition hall where everybody's focused on the Mario Maker banner. Yes, um, but if you look at the other banners that you see, there is like the villager from Animal Crossing, and then there's a Pikachu behind. Yes, so. I'm saying, uh, hey, you, Pikachu. <laughs> For 3DS. Pokemon Channel 2. Everybody wants it. I think, because uh, I got excited because I saw the villager, and I was like, oh, maybe that means Animal Crossing Wii U, because I want Animal Crossing on Wii U. Yeah, I would uh, buy a Wii U for that. I feel like Super Smash Bros. It just means that. I feel, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's a system seller, but... Uh, if you do look at the Pikachu and the Animal Crossing in the Mario Maker image, uh, they both have a blurred out logo in the lower right, and the logo is like blue and silver, and it's the same logo, so one could imagine that that logo is the Super Smash Brothers logo. Oh, Yeah, isn't it the same artwork, too? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, the Animal Crossing... Villager has a little bit thicker black lines, but that's just because that's the art yeah. that it has. That's so disappointing. It but is. It could what was that? It could happen. It could, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know if I would want a Hey You Pikachu sequel. Uh, I don't know if I would want a Pokemon fighting game. I know a lot of people are excited about this, but I'm not sure why, because, like, I get that people don't like types of games, like, Will does not like racing games, so that's why Mario Kart 8 is probably... I don't like anything. That's true. All right. But I don't like fighting games, so as cool as it would be to see, like, a Blaziken fight a Lucario, which are two of the worst Pokemon ever... I was going to say, anything with Lucario is not cool. Uh, I don't, like, I don't want to fight. I would rather have, like, a Pokemon Stadium over a fighting game. Or a Pokemon racing game. So you're, saying you're, okay a peace, you're saying you're a peaceful soul. You're saying you, you're a pacifist. Make love, not war, is what you're saying. I'm saying, if I want to destroy you in some sort of battle, I want it to be turn-based so I can think. All right. Mashing A and B. It doesn't do it for me. Mm. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they did like a playable demo at E3 for uh, Ruby and Sapphire like they did for X and Y. It was only... Mm. When they did the demo for X and Y, it was only like that first area. And they gave you... I think they gave you like a Mega Mewtwo against probably a Mega Charizard, just to show you how Mega Evolution worked, and it was probably, if you played it as much as you could, it was like a 10-minute demo. Since we already saw everything here, and this is pretty much the beginning of the game, I wouldn't be surprised if there was the same kind of demo to show you how Mega Evolutions worked. And so you can walk around Hoenn for the first time in 10 minutes. Trip over a Kecleon. Right. That would not surprise me. And they'll probably announce some mega Pokemon distribution that you'll be able to get between the release date and whatever six months hey, later. Hey, it works to get an official release date for Deancey. Oh, that's true. With the Mega Stone. We could probably also get... What did they say? November for this game? Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's really only three... Fridays in November that this can happen. You're going to say that there are only three days in November and I'm like, nope, there's, there's more than that. <laughs> there's only three Fridays in November because they're not going to release the game on Black Friday. They're going to mm-hmm. release it either the week before, mm-hmm. the first week, or the week after. And the week after doesn't make any sense because they want people to buy it yeah. while they're buying everything else. So really there's only two Fridays that can release this game. So I would not be surprised if they gave a release date to we will release Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire December 25th. <laughs> so your Christmas can be ruined because no one will be able to access the servers. Just <laughs> <laughs> a Pokemon bank. eShop download only. Uh, cool. That's pretty much all we got for that. I think... Uh, what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back to Pokemon of the Week. And wrap up the show for y'all. Y'all. Y'all.
And we are back for our last segment of the stuff of this podcast. For those of you that don't know, this is episode 147. Surprise. Spoiler. But uh, we will be taking a hiatus after episode 151. I believe we talked about this before, but if it was unclear, we are going to take a little break uh, because Travis's voice has been... Very tired after the past four years. Oh, Par- Parched. Water! <laughs> when in doubt, pinky out. There's a lot of Spongebob references this show. Yep. Uh, so we'll be taking a quick, uh, not a quick break, but a uh, uh, hiatus over the summer. What we'll probably do is we'll probably do a Kickstarter because you guys prefer Kickstarters over Indiegogo's. We'll do a Kickstarter, we'll raise some money so we can buy some servers and some website stuff and uh, get people new microphones. Podcasting, surprisingly, is not a free commodity, I think is the right word. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. It costs money. And uh, it costs time. It's also not the right word. Is what I, whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, it costs voices. Vocal boxes. And, you know, some people uh, emailed us because we, I have two emails to read. Emails. And if you want, you can email us at sbj at pkmncast.com. Or you can just go to pokemonpodcast.com and uh, hit the contact button. You can email us either way. Uh, but since you emailed us, these people. I will read this on the show because I said I was going to. And one of them involves a question for Travis. So, not really for Travis, but I'll make <laughs> Travis answer. Alright. Alright, from Chris. Chris says, Hello, SBJ. I just wanted to say that your show is awesome. When I made a, tw- when I made a Twitter, I did so because a friend forced me. When Pokemon Podcast Twitter started following me, I was intrigued but didn't start listening right away. Well, that was your first mistake. You listened. <laughs> Strike one. Uh, this was mainly due to the fact that I was unaware of how to start listening. Once I finally started listening, I found it refreshing that a show consisted of Pokemon content as long as other as along with other random to- topics. Random. <laughs> as random as it could be. The tangents you got that you guys go on the show make me feel like a conversation among friends rather than a scripted show, which is enjoyable as a listener. Another thing I would like to commend you guys on is your fan interaction. You have guys you guys have retweeted and favorited almost every tweet I've sent. I just wanted to send you an email to tell you that you guys are doing awesome work and keep it up. Frequent listener, Chris G. Thank you, Chris G. But uh our show is scripted. We have this all written down, including yep. this part I am reading right now. I'm supposed to say um scroll back, scroll back up, scroll back up, scroll back up. <laughs> Uh, this <laughs> this point is uh, okay. It says read next email. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Last email we have for today. Again, you guys can email us if you want us to read your stuff. If you have questions, or if you just wanted to tell uh, tell us to make jokes or tell Travis how terrible he is. I'm pretty terrible. That's right. Jo- Joshua J. Uh, Joshua J. writes in to. PK Mancast. My name is Joshua, and I am a listener to your podcast. I started to listen to it after I was followed by you on Twitter. 
most common theme here. Question: What do I feel? What do you guys feel about having double team attacks in Pokemon games? For example, mixing one Pokemon's water attack with another electric attack to do a dual type attack, like what they did in Chrono Trigger. Thanks for reading, Joshua. I was against it until he said the words Chrono Trigger. Because <laughs> I like Chrono Trigger a lot. Is uh, Now, I guess this could do two ways. Like, it could be that both Pokemon are attacking the same Pokemon. Wow. So their moves combined. Well, guys, in Gen 5, there was combination attacks. There was Fire Pledge, Water yeah. Pledge. And so we've kind of had them in a way... Then they weren't really that good of a move, especially when they're combined. It was just too much trouble to set them up. But if they did have that more fleshed out, that'd be cool. I mean, I don't think I would want the all moves to be like swirling and combining together. But it would be cool, like if there was, let's say, let's say they duplicated Flamethrower and called it Flame Blender. And then they duplicated Ice Beam and called it Ice Blender, or whatever. <laughs> Anyways, these two moves, Blender moves, do the same things as the original moves, except if they you are used in par. So if I used Flame Blender and Flame Ice Blender and Flame Blender to the same Pokemon, then they combined to a dual type move. I would like that, but I wouldn't want moves that already exist to combine into other moves. I, don't I uh, think any of that made sense. It did. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm yawning. I, I'm not yawning about the subject matter. Yawning because I woke up too early this morning. Um, I think that a dual type move, regardless of the scenario, is uh, I, I wouldn't be a fan of it because then I have to think. So if I'm doing a let's well. well any random combination, not only do you have to think of what your like if your opponent's a dual type Pokemon, then with a dual move you have to do so many. Will it even be super effective or is it or is it not? And then you'd have like one sixteenth effectiveness and and times eight effectiveness. Or sixteen even, would that be possible in some situations? I think so. Um it would just be I don't know. That sounds a little too complicated for me to even suss out effective type effectiveness in that situation. It does become incredibly complex. I agree with you. I could see them doing it with one or two moves, but I don't. I don't, I don't see it becoming a standard. I guess well, yeah. they sort of did the thing with uh, flying press, which is yeah. uh, fighting and flying type. But that move isn't even that good, right? Like, no one runs runs that move. And only Halucha has it. Yeah. So. It's, uh... I'm sorry, Jack Black. <laughs> I see, I see what you did there. I see that joke. Because <laughs> of that one movie. Not so Libre. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Uh, Pokemon of the week. Pokemon. Week of the... Uh, Swampert. That was was great, Steve. Thank you. Mudfish Pokemon. Swampert. 
There you go. There we go. There's your Pokemon of the week. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are. Ooh. All right. He's, so he's a uh, bipedal Pokemon. Dual type, water ground, still water ground when he Omega evolves. Fun fact uh, like all starter Pokemon, 87.5% male, 12.5% female, bipedaled. Bipedal. That's what I like think to he's say. in the the monster and water a groups. Uh, that is true. I, I didn't even look that up. Uh, Swampert is very strong with enough power to easily drag a boulder weighing more than a ton. It can swim faster than a jet ski. Swampert also has the ability to predict storms. Sensing subtle differences in sound waves and tidal winds with its fins. When a storm is approaching, Swampert will pile up boulders to protect its nest. As its former signature move, Muddy Water, is a is another special capability of this Pokemon. It makes nests on beautiful beaches. Only the most beautiful of beaches. Puerto Rico. California. No, no not no, California. No, no, no. Hawaii's got some beautiful beaches. You know where it's got the really beautiful beaches? Tahiti. So if it if it can already weigh, if it can already pick up a boulder weighing a ton, and it can also already f- swim faster than a jet ski, what, is it, what does that say for Mega Swampert? It can pick up a boulder uh, that's two tons. Pick up the boulder with relative ease. Makes what... crushing rocks seem such a breeze. <laughs> no, <laughs> what? He's, he's big. He's uh, he can't. Jump. <laughs> but this. I don't one. even know what you're talking about. DK rap. Oh, Donkey Kong. Sorry. sorry. No. no Donkey Kong. No. This Kong has a funny face. He's <laughs> there and no No. <laughs> Swampert is pretty good bulk, 100 HP, 90 defense, 90 special defense. Uh, 110 attack is also a pretty good stat, um, so it can be pretty good as like a tanking sort of thing. You got your earthquakes, you got your waterfalls, maybe scald if you're into the the burn, but probably not since its special attack isn't that good. These are I think really it has good. the uh, the highest base stat total of any fully evolved starter Pokemon. That is true. It also has the least amount of weaknesses of any starter. And it has a pretty cool shiny. Purple. Barney. Yep. Little pink, little orange. I like it. I like I have, it a lot. Uh, I have a Korean shiny swampert. It's very pride, you know, for June. That is true. Nothing but pride for swampert. If, well, uh, for shiny Swampert. For shiny, that's right. If if I was to run a move set on Swampert, what would I run? I actually like two of the moves. You want me to give you the other two too? Yeah, 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 yeah. You getting greedy? And you know, sometimes I like to run Ice Ball. Other times I like to run Avalanche. Are these the two moves you're going to refer to? No, like right. Stealth Rock. Probably. <laughs> We've got to, got to go. Uh, Bold, Avalanche, um, Stealth Rock, Waterfall, probably Protect. Bolding Leftovers for Bulky, Swampert. 
It can learn sludge. Yes, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no. Well, there we go. There's Swampert. He mega evolves into something pretty cool. Mega Swampert. <laughs> mega Swampert. Mega what now? I uh, didn't like May or that little dude in the anime. I don't know his name. Max? Max? Yeah, didn't they have a mudkip or was that just Ash? No, that was Ash? They had a torture. Yeah, torture. Did this mudkip evolve in the anime? Probably not. No. Knowing Ash, probably not, yeah. Probably not. Well, that was... Uneventful. I really thought there would be more about uh, Swampert here, but there's not much. Um, you better nickname him Anchor Arms and Jens in the remakes. <laughs> Anchor Arms. <laughs> I don't know if that'll fit. Could just be Anchor. Oh, it, it will. If they keep the same character length. If they keep it to 12. Alright, alright. Uh, Mudkip has a joke about it, I guess. Right? It's the living meme. So I heard... Like the worst meme ever. It is for our listeners. The uh, what is it? I like mudkip. I, I, I heard you like mudkip. This has been another episode of the Pokemon yeah, podcast, and we are it to so done right with now. this meme talk. <laughs> it's it's actually kind of an offensive meme. Yup. Uh we might talk about it on another show. But for our listeners, a little bit of homework. Uh you can look up that meme. Uh, and as funny as it is, sometimes. Uh, it's a bit offensive. Memes aren't cool, guys. I do like Mudkip. I did like lots, Mudkip lots re- before memes. this meme. I still like Mudkip. Uh, Mudkip is cool. And uh, Mega Mudkip is also cool. That's all I got for you guys. See ya. Travis, where can they find you? Twitter.com slash the Travis W. Andrew? Uh, you can't find me on Twitter anymore because nobody's going to remember who I am. Uh, actually, um, if any of you fans live out in California or if you're coming over here in July to Anime Expo, I'm going to be there. And if you want to, I don't know, meet me, I don't know, if you, why would you, you want to do that? But I'm going to be there uh, July 3rd through the 6th, I think it is. Um you can follow me on Tumblr and then ask me about it there, I guess. My Tumblr is um, xnay on the nk.tumblr.com. <laughs> is it really? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So I got that one. So you can celebrate your independence with Andrew. Yes, at, you can. At an anime convention. Why would you know one? Oh, say can you see Barth? <laughs> Will, where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm uh, DCWRA on Instagram. That's where they can find me. And I also wanted to give a shout out to all of our uh, listeners who are graduating from high school and or college uh, at this time of the year. Congratulations to them on their achievements. There we go. Congrats. Congrats. I went to my sister's graduation last night. It was very uneventful. I don't know. I saw a lot of complaints on uh, Twitter, so Uh, it couldn't have been that uneventful. Yes, one of the girls giving their speech, of course, because high schoolers giving speeches are, uh, you know, rewarding. She used the term 
turned up a lot. Turned down for what? And <laughs> apparently that is used in a lot of rap songs. Turned down for what? And I was unsure. For what? Uh, that, it, that's my favorite phrase of 2014. <laughs> it, it just wasn't good. Uh, I mean, none of the speeches were that good. Maybe when I was in high school, I thought the people present. I didn't think the people presenting was that good because I didn't like anyone at my high school. Did you even you want like to know a fun story about when I graduated from high school? Have you graduated from high school yet? That was like four years ago. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. When I graduated from high school, you know, they take a picture of you while you're shaking hands with like the. With the Board of Education. Maybe at your hand, fancy rich high school they did, certainly not at my public school. I went to, I go to a public, well, go to, you made me, you made me say a thing that sounds like I'm still going to high school. I, I went to a public school as well. Um, so they take a picture of you as you're shaking hands with the Board of Education fellows handing you the piece of paper that's not actually your diploma because they just mail that to you. Um, but in the picture and in the reality that was occurring in front of the camera that was captured via mechanical reproduction, um, the guy was just looking the other way. Um, so, so I'm shaking the hand of this man who um, does not care about me and is looking completely the other way. It is beautiful. Um, so you're saying it was a good picture. I'm saying it is very... Uh, it explains a lot about my high school experience. <laughs> He's calling you out. Yeah. Uh, whoever you are, fight him. Yep, yeah. yep. fight me. As, as I was watching my sister's graduating class of 600 plus people, I just stereotyped every single kid that walked by. And that made me feel good about myself. Congrats? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And I wanted to make Alex Ferrero feel good. By giving him a birthday shout-out on the next podcast, which is this podcast. So happy birthday, Alex Ferrero. Because he asked for it on Twitter. So there we go. Well, there you go. There we go. You can follow me on Twitter, at Dragging a Lake. I will definitely stereotype you if you follow me. Uh, stereotype. It's a new Pokemon type. It is. It's the... It, they didn't want to call it sound type for the sake of me being so the, for the sake of me being right. So uh, they they called it stereotype. Oh, add, a, add me and Steve on Nintendo Network stuff if you want to play Mario Kart with us. Yes, yeah, my Nintendo ID is the same as my Twitter. Andrews is not my case. It's Moebetus. M O E B E E T U S, and the me is Marley. There we go. And, uh, yeah, we play a lot of Mario Kart. You can follow the show on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. You can go to our website, PokemonPodcast.com. You can send us an email, sbj at pkmncast.com. We are in iTunes, Omni Radio, Stitcher Radio, Windows Marketplace, some other stuff. I mean, review us and like us and listen to us. Obviously, you're listening to us still because uh, this is the outro. Um, and this also has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are... Super effective. Super dancey. You know what I'm saying? Meggy dancey. Meggy dancey. Mega mud tip. Oh.